That's the worst. Feedback. We get your feedback. We love your feedback. So send us feedback. We get your feedback. And then we feedback you on your feedback. So here is feedback. Form I had dinner with Formasano this week. Oh, how's he doing? And he and and he said, he said, wait, that, let me guess. Let me guess. I'm going to start giving feedback after every episode. No. Did he say that? Oh. No. <laughs> he said, feedback is what makes our show unique and special. Because viewers like, get that dopamine hit of, hey... They're saying that they said my name. They're talking about me. And just f- feeling like being they're a part of it. And I'm like, yeah, too bad only like five people know about it slash participate in it. Right. <laughs> but Brad Pelton is, I mean, he's making a push for Listener one, part two. Oh, man. <laughs> right? I mean, at this point. Well, so he... He sent me just <laughs> just two photos. One of Lucy in a jack-o'-lantern costume. His, his old dog. Uh-huh. Dressed up for Halloween. Followed by him and his wife dressed up for Halloween. His wife as a jack-o'-lantern, Brad as a skeleton. Oh. Now do those count? <laughs> with the te- with the text, the worst, with the smiley face. <laughs> Is skeleton on the approved monster list, or does that not count as a monster? Yes, 100%. If just bones are coming at you, that's scary. But pumpkin is not, or jack-o'-lantern is not. I mean, you could negotiate it. Okay. That's pretty good. That's a Halloween thing. It's it's If it comes to life. So I asked him, were you just scaring little kids when giving them candy? He said, no, we didn't wear them on Halloween. We watch Halloween slash scary shows and movies in October. So I bought jammies for the occasion. Yikes. Calling them jammies. So I bought jammies for the occasion. The dog costume was not my idea. Somehow in my mind, dressing the dog is ridiculous, but wearing ridiculous pajamas isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's some leaps in logic there. Whatever works, Brad. Some some logical acrobatics that need to happen. (laughs) Then he said, I'm still finishing the podcast. Jennifer and I have different candies for different costumes. So it's like a ranking system. We we don't let the kids know this, but if their costume is sweet, full-size Reese's Cups or Butterfinger. Pretty good costume, Almond Joy or Peppermint Patty or whatever. Garbage costume, garbage candy, Heath Bar or something mini. All in the same bowl so the kids don't know. <laughs> but we are jerks like that. 
I don't think that's, that's jerk. I think that's that's kind that's of that's a funny. quality move. That's a good move. Maybe I wonder if anyone has caught on to that. That's just you gotta earn, like making them do more for candy. Yeah, but it's not because they're not like it's secret. Mm. <laughs> um. He said, I was a little worried you weren't going to go with Trunk or Treat as the winner. I like the debate and breakdown at the end to come to the correct worst. Fun episode. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you just gotta get into the psychology of it. Right. That is what you have to do. Did you get any feedback? I did. Although not specifically on Trick or Treating. I think I think what's winning this at least this month on the podcast is your <laughs> your hypothetical cabin. <laughs> Why is it hypothetical? They're like because you haven't built it yet. To my knowledge, have you? Mm. Has it has it become started it up? Oh, you got it going. Bought it's the like land. Not yet fully Bought operational, much like the Death Star. Bought the land. Nice. Uh, a few people mentioned it last week. And then Brunner came in with, when your brother finishes his cabin, I expect a reinstatement of the <laughs> Listener One competition where the prize for the winner is a weekend at the cabin. <laughs> weekend weekend in the gridless cabin. Yep. Uh, and then... Fair enough, Brunner. <laughs> gauntlet laid down um fair enough and then he just randomly what a prize sent, it will be he randomly sent on election night i have to ask if there's any truth to the posting i saw on donald trump truth social network that the worst podcast is giving kickbacks from patreon to claudia tenney <laughs> to help you skirt fcc <laughs> regulations <laughs> and I said I no no comment. I wish. Right? Yeah, now you're playing politics. Slush funds. <laughs> I love smear campaign commercial season. It's the best. Lee Lee Zeldin supports abortion, whether it's through even if it's through well, rape. It's a thing. I'm like, just I just heard busting. rape on a political commercial. Awesome. <laughs> sure. I've just been busting for Masano the last two weeks because he works on the Mark Molinaro campaign. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, buddy. Molinaro, Marla, Molinaro took taxpayer money and bought an $80,000 SUV. I don't like that. <laughs> that's, not, that's no good for me. Yeah, it's pretty... <laughs> It's pretty rough. That was it uh, from Brunner. So Ed tech Ed Ed texted me uh personally because I gave I gave Ed a little inside joke Easter egg in the in the feedback. He said, Sweet job singing the gnome during feedback today, which is an old Pink Floyd song. Grimble Grumble doesn't get the respect he deserves. Grimble Grumble is the gnome from the song. 
and I said, it's all for you. It, all that is for you. Same with Brad. Brad sent me the same thing because I he's like nature boner because <laughs> I put a nature boner in. Mm-hmm. He's like, ooh, a bonus nature boner. So yeah, a lot. I and I saw Joe Gusha this week, and I'm like, you know that every time I put in. If you've ever been too drunk to fish, that is 100% because you laughed at it the one time. <laughs> Every episode. So, yeah, keep listening, guys, because we are listening to you. Yeah, you might get an Easter egg in there somewhere. I have to... to tell you a story <laughs> about a little gnome. I, uh... A little man... If I can, a gnome named Grimbo Grumbo. <laughs> so bad. Speaking of Joey Goosh, I watched, I watched, um, <laughs> it was, it was like at least a couple minutes long and it was just a super cut of everyone on the Sopranos either saying, saying some version of the balls on this guy. <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> you got some balls on you, you know? It was pretty great. Um, I only had one other thing, and I, it was not related to this episode, mm-hmm. but the Graham Bino tagged us on an Instagram post. <laughs> I think it must have been the camping episode when we discussed, like, the methods of, like, shitting in the woods like from a tree like squatting from a tree and he sent me an instagram post of grab a sapling this device that like holds you you like hook it to the tree and it holds you up so you can like shit (laughs) no 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 nothing no text just a picture of it (laughs) yeah it's basically (laughs) like a hammock with you with at one butthole. end and the uh, tree at the other. With a butthole? No, I think it just kind of goes around your back. So there's no... Uh... Well, there has to be a butthole. Or the poop will get not if it's Not if the fabric doesn't go under your ass, it doesn't. It's not a seat. You just like lean against it, kind of. So is it like a butthole? Yeah, there might be a. Actually, I take it back. There might be like a butthole area. Admin Francis Long says the absolute pure disdain in Poobah's voice when he says <laughs> methodically take the screen door off for Halloween. Yeah. When battling Joff over doors opening outward being the worst. I laughed uncontrollably at his bitter anger. Yeah, I heard I it. could see the pit the pissed off look in his eyes that I have seen so many times over the years. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I stand by fired it. up. That should happen. I'm I'm against screen doors in general. <laughs> take take the door off. <laughs> so the last one is 
Adrian Victor Formasano? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. She's earning it, man. Right. You want to talk about listener one. Dude, just embarrassing her husband. Just coming strong. Adrian Victor Formasano. Guilty of 95% of all the worst things about trick-or-treating. <laughs> I participated in my first trunk-or-treat at Victor and DJ's daycare this year. They turned it into a best-decorated-car-wins situation. I mean, did I want to go all-in for this? No. Did my thirst for competition force me to go all-in? Sure fucking did. And I still lost <laughs> to a car with an absurd balloon arch. And it pissed me off way more than what is appropriate that I did not bring enough of my A-game to trunk or treat. However, I will be returning next year with a vengeance because as a full-time working parent and limited spare funds from daycare costs, I totally have the time and money to invest in this shit. Lots of that unnecessary planning you referenced. <laughs> Got sucked into this horrible vortex of trunk or treat, and I hate myself for it. But you'll still see it on my Instagram next year as the winner of Daycare Trunk or Treat 2023. And agree, the name Trunk or Treat makes zero sense. <laughs> I know, except a uh, worst thing about Trunk or Treat episode next Halloween. I now expect a worst thing about Trunk or Treat next Halloween. Screw Trunk or Treat, but also screw you guys for trying to put an age cap on trick-or-treating. <laughs> 12 and younger? Get the fuck out. Stop trying to rob people of their youth and joy. Here's what's going to happen next year. After finding out about your absurd notion of no trick-or-treating after 12, Knox decides not to trick-or-treat next year at 13. His lack of free candy and showing off his costume from house to house leads him with an empty void on Halloween night. He lashes out and teepees your front lawns because his primary Halloween plans were foiled by the Vaughn brothers. Poor Knox. Look what your trick-or-treat age cap did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, if Knox doesn't wear a costume while trick-or-treating, he's shit out of luck. And I have no sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing the greatest holiday song of all time, Monster Mash, obviously. Enjoyed your solid debate on whether costumes should be scary or not, and where you draw the line. As a kid, I would have agreed that Halloween costumes are supposed to be monsters. Dressed as Frankenstein three years in a row. <laughs> nice. Then a separate email. Oh, and this Chris Snooze guy sounds awesome. <laughs> Want to go to his house on Halloween. He is awesome, Adrian. He is pretty awesome. And it's 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 spelled S-N-U-S-Z. Is how you spell snooze, by the way. So, uh, feedback. 
Uh, that was your feedback. It was your feedback. Thank you for feedback. You're sending feedback so we can feedback. You want your feedback. You send us feedback. We love your feedback. So send us feedback. This was your feedback. Don't be the worst. <laughs>